domiciles and deviations in pilot wife life. There are a lot of decisions to be made in this thing called adulting, and pilot wife life is no different. Today, we cover domiciles and living in base versus commuting, the deviations we often make throughout the course of a career, a pilot career and any career in aviation, and the details that go along with it. Welcome to show number 25 as part of the Pilot Wife ABCs. Welcome to the Pilot Wife podcast, your ongoing checklist for navigating your best life as a pilot wife and aviation family. I'm your co-captain, Jackie Elmer. I've been a pilot wife for over three decades and can't imagine any other lifestyle. On the show, you'll hear stories, experiences, tips, advice, interviews with other pilot wives, pilots, aviation professionals, non-revving and travel experts also on this journey. Yes, it's a mixed bag of goods, but what life isn't? I'm here to bring you the best that the aviation life has to offer. If you have a topic suggestion, a story to share on the show, details are at the end. And if you want the Pilot Wife Survival Guide and Checklist, go to pilotwifechecklist.com. Now, stow your baggage, strap in, and let's unpack the Pilot Wife life. Welcome back to today's show, and I'm so thrilled to have you here listening in. Um, I've got some great ratings and reviews, and if you haven't rated or reviewed the show yet, if you're a regular listener, I would so appreciate it if you would do that. That helps us get found, and it helps us help more people and reach more people in the pilot wife and aviation community. You can go to your favorite uh, app that you listen in to, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, leave a rating and a review, take a screenshot, email it to Jackie at pilotwifepodcast.com. I wanted to quickly read you two of them that came in. So shout out to Crew Chief Mom. Crew Chief Mom says, friends that get it. Huge thanks to you for creating a place where I feel normal. We live quite a distance from my husband's base and I don't have anyone close that understands this lifestyle. Hearing from friends that know, air quotes, is so reassuring. And I'm so happy that you shared that. Thank you so much. And today's show is about domiciles, living in base and not. And then this one from Proud Pilot Wife, wonderful, relevant content for an aviation wife and working mom of two. Jackie, thank you so much for diligently organizing such relevant aviation topics. I am truly enjoying your podcast as my family navigates through our new normal. We are so proud of our regional airline pilot and your podcast has been so informative throughout our family's journey. Keep up the great work. You are an inspiration. Well, thank you so much. This is what makes it all so worth it. So for both of you, crew chief mom and proud pilot wife, your name is going into the drawing for the swag, which is my hot pink or sleek black wine tumbler that will double as a coffee mug um, with the pilot wife podcast logo and lips like as in lipstick on the hot pink one. All right, so again, get your rating and review in so you go into the drawing for that fun swag. Now, did you catch the last two shows with Jason DuVernay? Solid gold, whether you are a longtime aviator, you may be able to relate to his very colorful career in aviation with all the tur turbulence and the ups and downs and layoffs and furloughs and changes and all that goes along with it. Um, so give that a listen. 
upcoming on the show. Yes, we're going back to that do pilots cheat more topic. Don't worry. All of it ultimately ends up in a good place. I also have an interview with three. Do, um, yeah, three, I'm sorry, four divorce attorneys, female divorce attorneys out of California that are just going to give you some insight. Again, not at all to focus on the negative, just to help people prepare. And one thing I love about them is their first line of defense, so to speak, is to recommend counseling. I've got Ann Parker, who she and her husband are both pilots. They live off the grid in Alaska. That show's coming up. But today we're going to talk about domiciles and deviations as part of pilot wife life. So you may be trying to decide where to live. Maybe it's a situation where you've newly hired on and you've got lots of options. Maybe your pilot is still in training and you're flirting, you're researching, you're looking at the different bases and domiciles, trying to decide whether to pack up and leave a family. Um, you know, do you do that? Do you leave the family and the known and have the pilot home less and add stress and expense of commuting? Or do you move away and start something new and actually live in base? So we're going to talk about some of those different things. And there are a number of things that you have to consider. And I've done both. So I feel prepared to share with you on both of those. First and foremost, it's a personal decision. There's not a one size fits all or a right or wrong. You have to look at your own situation, your, yourself, a career that you may have, children, what are their needs? Do you have special needs children? Do you have aging parents? Are you a caregiver? Do you have a lot of help uh, where you live currently with family or friends? How settled are your children in school? There's a lot of different decisions that go into that. So um, a lot of times I will see people post out in the pilot wife groups on Facebook and a lot of different feedback comes in. But the reality of it is, like anything, your own situation is highly unique and what's going to be a fit for you is not necessarily what's going to be a fit for anyone else. So you can take what other people have to share. But just know that it may not be 100% relevant to your own situation. You want to prior, prioritize each area and quality of the life that goes into it, each decision, whether in base or out of base. Is it going to require lodging regularly, um, a crash pad, cars, and Uber rides, meals? There's no doubt that commuting adds expenses to what you have planned. So you have to factor all that in and you have to factor in the unexpected times. We all know that scheduling um, is typically month to month. And what that means is that some of that planning is going to be arbitrary. You could end up with an entire month where you are paying for a hotel room on both ends of the trip commuting. We've had that before. We try to avoid it, but it just isn't always uh, a possibility. So you have to take all that into consideration. It can also create more stress over holiday bidding and travel. Are you going to buy tickets so that they absolutely know they're going to get a seat home on the airplane at the time that they're supposed to, to make that holiday? Can he fly on his own airline? Is it a situation where you live in a city now that he can commute back and forth on his own airline? That's not always the case. I know it wasn't for us in the early days. Is it possible to book the jump seat? Is that something that's available? So just to share a little of our own personal story. In the beginning, my husband did commute um, once he hired on with a major airline. Um, in the beginning, the commute was not so bad. But as time wore on, it was a beat down for him mostly and the family as we realized how much extra time 
it was taking him away from life and the family. Now, for the first six months, we lived in Phoenix and he commuted to New York City. And so a crash pad was absolutely the only way we could go. And in fact, during that time, he was on reserve and living in New York. We were, or I was in Phoenix. I was pregnant with our first child. And he came home twice a month just because of the way reserve worked back then, the way the schedules worked. Six months into it, he bid to Chicago. I think he was in Chicago for one or two months and then bid to Dallas and then ultimately changed airplanes and won, if you will, was awarded LAX. So an LA bid. All this time we're living in Phoenix. Our first child is born and we stayed living in Phoenix until our second child was almost uh, seven, I think. Yeah. So shortly before her seventh birthday, we ultimately moved out to LA to his base. Now, um, after LA, we never had to do a crash pad again because he was able to book ho hotels as needed. And, you know, back then living in Phoenix with Chicago and Dallas and even LA, there were enough red, red eyes, not so many red eyes between Phoenix and LA, but definitely Dallas and Chicago back to Phoenix. We didn't have a problem. So um, it took its, its toll on him without a doubt, but um, we made it work without a crash pad. We did buy tickets as needed to make it home for holidays and all that kind of fun air quote. I'm air quoting there, fun stuff. Now we were already considering a move to base when we lived in Phoenix after he was awarded LA. But the reality of it is we weren't super excited about moving to Southern California. Well, I kind of was, I always wanted to live there, but just in terms of all the expenses. But we finally decided um, not to move after spending a couple of years going back and forth, trying to decide, we finally decided just to stay put in Phoenix, continue commuting. We uh, started building a new home and boom, 9-11 hit and that changed everything and from that moment forward we knew that life as we knew it at least at that point in time was never going to be the same that involved uh, there were a lot of changes to jump seat policy during that time with so much uncertainty you could no longer fly in the cockpit of an airline that was not your airline so if there was an open seat in the back you could still quote unquote jump seat and and ride but if the flight was full or anything like that you were in trouble so my husband was leaving eight to nine hours sometimes before he even had to check in and all of that added time onto a long day potentially an all-nighter something like that it just a wasn't safe b was beating him up and taking its toll. And so we ultimately decided to move to California. Now, interestingly, it ended up being the best decision we ever made. We moved to Lake Arrowhead, a small mountain community, and he commuted about a 40 minute drive down to the Ontario airport, occasionally flying out of the other Southern California airports, but for the most part, uh, out of Ontario. Then of course, right after that was bankruptcy and pay cuts. 25% pay cut right after we'd quadrupled every expense that we had moving to California. But you know what? We managed to figure it out. And as I mentioned, um, it, it really was the best decision ever. Now, right after that was what is known as what followed is what is known as the lost decade in aviation and in the airline industry for growth and pay. But it's kind of funny, I reflect back on that and it was a lost decade in terms of him being able to upgrade, move aircraft, um, you know, almost retirements and up 
you know, moving up through seniority that way was about the only way to move up. So it was a lost decade in that way, but it was the most awesome decade for our family and that season of life. Our kids were in elementary school all the way up through middle school and high school. And we just really enjoyed a great time. Um, and those are some of the my favorite years of our lives and certainly that family time. The downside, no local pilot wife and pilot life community, but Facebook didn't exist either. So I wasn't connected in that way. So those are just some of the things to consider in terms of living. And I'll get into some of the details around that here in a second. Now let's talk about deviations. Deviations are defined as the action of departing from an established course of accepted standard. And that's basically deviating from your flight plan in aviation speak. So as we know, aviation has deviations in many ways, but the reality of it is so does all of life, right? And I don't want to sound, I don't want any part of this episode to sound only negative as it's not. Um, just like the lost decade is not. Just like even 9-11, there's a silver lining in every cloud. Uh, COVID, there's a silver lining there. For everything that's bad that's happened, many of us can find something good from it. So when I look back on the lost decade even, or those deviations, would I trade that time that we had, those experiences, would I trade that for money in the bank? No, absolutely not. Wouldn't trade any of it. Some deviations that you might wanna consider no matter where you are in your career are, and again, I'm not trying to go to the negative, I just believe that preparedness and awareness really will set you up for success. Base closings, furloughs, economic shifts, war, oil and conflict in the Gulf, mergers when a company ceases flying, a loss of medical through injury or illness, even if just temporary, equipment change and domicile changes, the key is to be open to weighing all of your options thoroughly. Have someone else help coach you through your blind spots around those, preferably someone who has been there, done that. Now you can go to coach.pilotwifepodcast.com, set up a time with me for a phone conversation. I've been through a lot of the bad times, plenty of the good times, and I've survived them all, as did my children and my marriage. Life is 50-50. When you learn to manage your thoughts and your own self-image around who you want to be and show up as in any situation, you'll be fine. One thing you wanna do is be careful not to blame the pilot for something that's not exactly his or her fault. Partnership and marriage involves compromise. I'm not suggesting that that compromise be all yours. Make provisional plans now for many different scenarios. And I say now because you wanna do that before those situations come up. Planning often prevents, in my experience and opinion, the bad from happening. Details matter. Good communication and open communication before things get interesting is the key. Now, why don't, I don't love the act of moving. It's been a fun adventure. Each base and each move that we've made has brought its own character and people through my life. And that to me is what creates a rich, interesting life. Look at the domiciles available to you. If you're just starting out, doesn't matter. Look at everything that's available. Learn about each community. Through Facebook and Instagram, you can find others in the base now and start building relationships. You never know how that might pay off. You may never end up there, but some fun things that can happen for sure. I'm headed to North Carolina in a couple months and I'm gonna stop off in Charlotte for a pilot wife meetup there. 
I'm so looking forward to that. And this lifestyle is what allows me to be able to do that and reaching out and connecting through the aviation and Facebook communities. I'm headed to Vegas in a week or so, and I'm gonna meet up with another pilot wife there. I have an entire aviation community in Nashville from the days that I lived there and worked there. Over 30 years later, and it's still very powerful. We had a base reunion a few years back and it was so fun to see everybody and meet people's children and spouses and things that I had been way out of touch with um, because of time and distance. One door is gonna close and another one's gonna open. Don't spend so much time looking back at the door closing that you miss the possibilities of the door that's opening. How might you embrace those changes, those details, those deviations in the aviation industry? And again, if you're challenged with any of this at all in life and you wonder how to course correct, let's have a conversation. I'm a mindset and peak performance coach and I help women rediscover their own sense of identity and purpose. We create a better flight plan and avoid turbulence and teach them how to put their own oxygen mask on first. Together, we work to get you out of autopilot and create a functional checklist for life and relationship success. As a pilot wife for over 30 years, I've navigated thousands of miles and moments of life in aviation, mommyhood, business, and life. Coach.pilotwifepodcast.com. Let's talk. If you like what you're hearing on the show, grab the Pilot Wife Checklist at pilotwifechecklist.com. And if you have a topic suggestion or a story to share on the show, go to ask.pilotwifepodcast.com. Share the show with any pilot wives, military wives, or anyone in aviation you know who might share and benefit from this similar experience. I'll see you on the journey.